0: Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host,
1: Seth Martin. All right. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. This is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining me this evening. Glad you're here and happy you're listening. Well, I hope everybody had a nice Memorial Day holiday and was able to just reflect a little bit on uh, the men and women that have served our armed forces, and especially those that have served in battle. Um, Although, you know, I would say that (laughs) most of the battles we're fighting these days are not um, in line really with, with, what most Americans want our military doing, but um, I think certainly in the past uh, there have been numerous men and women that have given their lives so that um, so that we could continue to be free in America. And one, like I said the other day, one of my favorite movies is Band of Brothers, and I, I just uh, Hopefully some of you were able to tune in to Band of Brothers. I think it's a really good um, kind of example of of what some of these people commit to when they join the military. You know, the military owns you. There is no disagreeing with your command, you know. Um, And my hope is that fewer and fewer people will be joining the military all the time because I think like many of our other institutions in America this institution has been co-opted by people that want to use it for a force for evil and not for good and I think that's that's a problem in America I mean there's so many institutions in America right now that are being used for evil and we're going to talk today about one of the number one culprits and that is the Federal Bureau of Investigation the FBI and we're going to do that by uh, playing an interview uh, that Maria Baradaromo, um gives to Jim Jordan. And Jim Jordan, I mean, there's a lot of ground that's covered in this interview. I, I In fact, I think the interview is only about seven or eight minutes. I'm not even sure we're going to be able to cover everything because there is so much that is talked about in this seven or eight minutes that needs to just end. I mean, in a big way, just end. It needs to stop immediately. And of course, Maria Broderomo, one of the things she asks Congressman Jim Jordan a lot is how do we stop this? How do we, how do we put an end to this? You know, um, because these people that run this agency are just thumbing their nose at Congress. Um, they're, they're, completely out of control, in my opinion, and I think the whole charter should be revoked. I think Congress should just just cancel it, send everybody home, and say you're no longer employed by the U.S. government. There is no FBI anymore. That's what I think should happen, but nobody is asking my opinion, obviously, but uh, I'm going to try to make a case today for why this needs to happen. We've... uh, that this agency has been turned inward, in ways that most people, are maybe not even aware of, and certainly don't fully—I don't think—grasp um, um, the repercussions of what's going on at the highest levels of government uh, within this FBI and what they're doing and how they're going about doing it. You know, that's that's it's what it's how. It's why. It's all these important um, questions uh, that we have. The odd thing is we can't seem to get answers. And we can't seem to get answers because they just think they're above providing answers. Even when they, even when they get them in front of Congress and in front of these committees and ask questions, they hide behind things like, uh, oh, it's part of an ongoing investigation Or we're looking into that, or it's just a bunch of uh, obfuscation and stalling and, you know, hide the, you know, hide the egg or whatever. You know, whatever that, whatever the kid's game is, you know, um, hide the little ball under the cups so that Congress can't see it. And to me, this is, this is part of the problem we were talking about yesterday is, um, how, how can, how can half the country be okay with this? It just doesn't make any sense. Um, the only way that half the country could be okay with this is if it's somehow benefiting from this. And, you know, the, I think it's fair to say that we've reached a point where Republicans, a lot, many Republicans don't want Government to grow any more in these areas, um, and and yet it continues to grow, and the the FBI is being used in large part as um, uh, the bully's heavy, you know, the bully's bodyguard, and um, this is a real problem. I mean, this is a I don't know how you get rid of this without you know, super majorities in the House and Senate on the Republican side and the will. See, that's not even enough to have super majorities. You also have to have the will to eliminate this agency. And the thing I worry about with Republicans is they didn't even have the will to eliminate Obamacare. How are they going to have the will? How are they going to summon the courage to eliminate something like the FBI? I just think there's very little uh, chance of that.
2: Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer accusing FBI Director Christopher Wray of defying a congressional subpoena. Comer now threatening to hold him in contempt of Congress if he refuses to turn over a single unclassified document, which could tie then-Vice President Joe Biden to a bribery scheme. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley also saying this, quote, the FBI knows exactly what document Chairman Comer and I are seeking, and if they know us at all, they know we will get it one way or another. Joining me now is Ohio Congressman, Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee and Chairman of the Subcommittee on Weaponization of the Federal Government, Jim Jordan. Congressman, it's good to see you this morning. Welcome. Welcome.
1: Good
0: to be with you, Mary. Good, good to be with you. So
2: much to talk to you about, but first let me let me begin there on this document that your yeah. colleagues are seeking over an oversight. Uh, what are you gonna do if you don't get it? How are you going to prove this?
0: Well, I think the, the fundamental question is just give us the darn document, yeah. for goodness sake. It's not classified. It's, it's, a, it's a piece of paper, maybe a few pieces of paper. Give us the document. Senator Grassley has a whistleblower that he deems credible who came to him and said this document exists. Let us have the document. And if you don't, Chairman Comer indicated we'll do whatever we can to pressure them to give us that information. I, I'm so tired of the, of the unelected folks thinking they run the government versus those people who are actually accountable to the American citizen, to we, the people, to the voters. That's not how it's supposed to work in our constitutional system. So give us the darn information.
1: The government is definitely not supposed to work this way. But, you know, when you look at the, and to me, this has been going on for a long time. I mean, the government is so large now that it can't provide oversight of all these different agencies these agencies are huge and they have their own goals and their own um, incentives and you know basically the, the Congress is at fault for letting this happen for letting the managerial state thrive in the way it has and I'm not just talking about in the last administration I'm talking about Really since the early 1900s, uh, ever since the income tax law and, uh, or the income tax uh, amendment and just the, the major growth of government, I would say t- certainly by the time FDR came along, but really Woodrow Wilson, um, the government has just gotten larger and larger and larger. And it's, it's not even possible to provide oversight. Um, they wouldn't even be doing this if it wasn't for these whistleblowers. These whistleblowers basically came forward and said, hey, you need to go find this document. This document shows X, Y, and Z about Joe Biden. To me, it's not even about Joe Biden. I mean, I would love to see Joe Biden get indicted because to me, somebody, there's got to be a perp walk at some point Or all this is just going to continue. If if there's never any consequences for any of this behavior, then it just continues nonstop. But to me, it's not even about any one crime. You know, Hillary Clinton's crimes or uh, Joe Biden's crimes or Bill Clinton's crimes or George Bush's crimes. It's not about any of those crimes per se. It's about this managerial state. How in the world are we ever going to get control over this managerial state? You know, it's the Department of Homeland Security. It's the 17 um, intelligence agencies that we have. It's the IRS. It's, I mean, just go on and on. It's the Food and Drug Administration. It's, um, I mean, it's the NIH. Look at what public health did to us and the FDA. Um, Look at what's happening just throughout our federal government. There's just, the EPA is out of control. All these agencies are way out of control. And it's just not even possible for Congress to provide any oversight. Um, What they need to start doing is just voting to get rid of their charters just eliminate the FBI with no plan to, to create a new one. And while you're at it, eliminate the Department of Homeland Security. None of these agencies are, uh, are manageable by Congress. Congress can barely um, be accountable to the people, much less to all you know hold these, all these agencies accountable.
2: Well, you've spoken to a lot of whistleblowers at this point. I want to get your take on on, on what they're telling you, because FBI whistleblower Garrett O'Boyle joined me on this program this week yep. to discuss the weaponization of this agency. Here's what he told me. Watch.
1: It certainly appears that it's a two tiered system and, and it's it's in favor of one uh, political leaning over the other. That rot, it, it is at the headquarters level. It is at the top. I would estimate probably 20% of the agency, the senior executive staff level, and honestly, it's probably not even all of them, just a lion's share of them who have really distorted and twisted the agency
2: Congressman, this has all been so disturbing. I, I yeah. know you know this better than anybody. It started with the Russia collusion uh, lie right. uh, that the FBI pursued, even though they had uh, zero evidence. We learned that uh, over and over again, most recently with the Durham report. Yeah. How do you change this culture without taking the head off? That is Christopher Ray.
0: Well, you, you, first of all, uh, go after the appropriations process. I mean, that, that's where we ultimately have the authority is, is, the, is the power of the purse. And, and we tell them, well, you're not going to get money for certain things. You can't use money for certain things. We're going to restrict the amount, the overall amount. We may cut how much money goes there. We have to look at all those factors. That is the ultimate power that you have. And here's a big one coming up, Maria. We should not reauthorize the 702 part of the FISA program. Okay. We should not. This is the story last week where hundreds of thousands Thousands of Americans were illegally searched. You, this database was illegally, the queries they did to it was illegally done simply for Americans who were out there exercising their First Amendment liberties. So that is, that is a key thing that is up for reauthorization at the end of this calendar year. We should not reauthorize that in its current form in any way. Okay. That is a huge win we could have for the American people.
1: The power of the purse is, is uh, you know, the House of Representatives' single most important power but notice how willy-nilly he is about it well we can we can eliminate certain things you know we can take away their power to do this or take away their power to do that hey how about this for an idea just eliminate the fbi i mean why are you even trying to trim around the edges just get rid of it i mean that that'll send a message right to the fp the fda the epa The DHS, uh, the NSA, the CIA. I mean, start hacking these things off, man. Start getting rid of them. We don't need all this stuff. You know, I've I've talked about this before, but, you know, you you just think about your day. You know, just whoever's listening, just think about your average day. You get up, you go to work are you bumping into federal people and and are you interacting at all with uh, the DHS or the FBI or uh, any of these people ever? Ever? I mean, the FDA. I've never met anybody from the FDA. I've only met one person from the FBI and they came and knocked on my door and and meant to, they meant to go knock on a neighbor's door who oddly enough had the same name, Seth Martin. But that's the only FBI person I've ever met. And that was just an accident. But you know, we have all these we have like 3 million people working for the federal government. I don't ever see any of them. I don't ever interact with any of them. What what possible good is it for me or you? I mean, we don't need these people. We don't need any of these agencies or anything that they do they they whatever they do it's not of any value to us as citizens it's only valuable to the state uh all this intelligence is for the state so they can go push their weight around in in foreign countries or bribe other politicians or whatever the hell they do i don't even know what they do my point is as citizens we don't interact with them at all and I think we can safely say that we don't need them. Um, I think I shared on this program that in the most recent tax year, for some reason I'm paid like almost eight times more to the federal government in tax than I paid to the state and local government that I live under. And most of my interaction is with them. You know, with driving on these streets and interacting with uh the various authorities here in 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 the the city I live in and the county I live in, so I, I just think we're most of us are thinking about this all wrong. We don't need all these agencies. The federal government does not need to be as big as it is. The other thing that she brings up or he brings up is this this FISA process. Yeah, you know that just needs to go away this is This is not being used. Uh, as it was sold, okay, it was sold as a tool to fight terrorism and all this kind of stuff. It's now being used on me and you, and that is way outside uh, any any kind of uh, charter that they were originally given, and it should be revoked. They they don't they they're not responsible with that power. Uh, it's it's not a look. It violates the Fourth Amendment anyway. Uh, you you're supposed to be if you're going to be searched uh, or, or otherwise you know investigated you have to be sub, you have to be uh given a warrant and on that warrant you know it's supposed to be able to tell you what they're looking for and all these kinds of things what what the, what they're using this FISA court for is to build a case against you once they decide you're a target and that's not that's not how crime is is investigated. You don't, you don't show me the man and I'll show you a crime. That's not how it works. So this should absolutely be eliminated from the FBI's power. And for, for any of these agencies, any of these agencies that are able to access this FISA process, that should be revoked immediately.
2: And and, and when you're talking about pulling back funding or holding funding back at the FBI, how significant would that be? How much or what percentage can you give us that you would like to hold back?
0: Here's an easy one. They want a new facility that's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars. No way. No way should we sign off on that. So there's one easy one right off the bat. Then we should say no funds in this, in this appropriation can be used in any way to retaliate against whistleblowers. We, mm-hmm. should, we should put other restrictions on the, if you're doing any type of encouraging big tech to censorship, you can't use taxpayer money for that. So we should put all kinds of what we call riders language that limits how they can spend American tax dollars. That be part of this process, too. We are currently working on that language. We think it's real important to get them in those appropriation bills.
2: Yeah, I think you you raise a really important point in terms of working with Twitter. We know that there were a 1,000 people in government uh, who had the job of amplifying lies and suppressing truth, uh, directing Twitter to shut down accounts. We know this thanks to Elon Musk. And now the House Judiciary Committee obtained that document which reveals the IRS opened an examination into journalist Matt Taibi and his 2018 yeah. tax returns, and they opened this investigation on Christmas Eve of last year. Yeah. Taibi says well, that's <laughs> the same day he published the report on Twitter, working with government agencies. Taibi said that the IRS even checked to see if he had a hunting and fishing license or one yeah. uh, for a concealed weapon, Congressman. What is going on? This is corruption in plain sight.
0: Your friendly IRS checking to see if you got a hunting license, a fishing license, if you're registered to vote, if you have a concealed carry permit. That is frightening. They open this investigation, as you pointed out, on Saturday, Christmas Eve, December of 2022. They open it. And then, of course, the kicker is they knock on his door. The agent comes to his door. After first searching his back, doing all this wow. background search on him, knocks on his door at the very moment he is testifying in front of Congress about how bad big government and big tech had worked to censor American speech. If that isn't frightening, I don't know what is. Now, maybe the FBI is going to come forward and tell us, oh, it's just one big coincidence. OK, but I kind of doubt it. And everyone I've talked to about that fact pattern says there is no way this was chance. This had to be deliberate. They were intentionally targeting the guy who Elon Musk picked to do the Twitter files and give us all kinds of valuable information.
1: So now you have this scenario that they bring up where the FBI and the IRS are working together to target an, imid- an individual. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. Show me the political enemy, and I'll go find a crime. So in this case, Matt Taibbi becomes an enemy of the state. Okay, He's doing things that uh, the FBI, he's going to make the FBI look bad, embarrass the agency, and, you know, all of a sudden the F, the uh, IRS is involved and they're opening up an investigation into him. So look, here's here's what you need. This is what I always tell people about this. If the government, if the federal government wants to get you, really, they can get you. Okay. But the problem is, even in this particular case, maybe they're not even trying to get Matt Tybee. Matt Taibbi is a, a member of the press. Maybe they're just trying to slow him down, or to scare him, or to make him think twice before he takes on um, one of these ambitious goals to bring down, you know, one of the agencies or something. It, it, it doesn't really matter. The point is, this is this is not American. Okay, there's nothing about any of this. That is America, okay? Not in the way your average person understands America to be. This only, this gamesmanship and this, the the this corruption is what she's calling it. But it, you know, it seems obvious here. This corruption. But if it is so obvious, it's it's obvious to Jim Jordan. It's obvious to Maria Bartiromo. Why is nobody going to jail? Why is there nobody been indicted? Why are we not hearing about somebody who's being charged with with this behavior? See see what I'm saying? I mean, there, there's just not going to be any accountability. So the the only thing you can really do is just a, just burn the whole thing down. Just just bring the whole thing to a close and just say that's it. That's the FBI was founded it, 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 it was born on such-and-such such day, and it died on this day, and that's the end of it. This, this Congress, or any Congress, is not capable of holding these people to account. They, they wouldn't get anything else done. I mean, they would spend all their time trying to find situations like this. And then when they do bring somebody in and ask them about it, it's, oh, it's part of an ongoing investigation. There's no names given, there's no, there's no nothing, nothing happens. So this is just an impossible task. These agencies are way too big. They, they hide behind uh, top secret uh, classifications and all these different, they have all these different ways of obfuscating what they're doing and it's just not possible to hold them to account. It's not possible to hold the IRS account. I don't know if you remember, but that uh, Lois Lerner years ago under the Obama administration, they tried to bring her in to hold her account. No, nothing happened. Nothing happened. She was holding up people's 501c3 applications that were legitimate, her and her department, and nothing happened to her. You know, get rid of the IRS. You, this, this whole government is just, it exists for its own existence, okay? It, it, it is at that level now. It, it, there is no, it serves no purpose other than to further its own existence. And that's just, has nothing to do with the, with the founding of our country, our founding principles, um, anything about liberty, it doesn't have anything to do with any of that. And we should all just, we should just bring it to an end.
2: Yeah, I've got two more issues for you. The Republican lawmakers are slamming senior FBI official Jill Murphy after she told Texas Congressman August Pfluger she had not read the Durham report. Really? Former Trump campaign aide George Papadopoulos reacted to the report. He's calling out the FBI's, quote, predetermined plan to sabotage the Trump campaign, Congressman. We know all about this uh, among the first people to actually call this story out back in 2016 and 2017 for what it was, a lie made up by Hillary Clinton's camp. What can you do about it?
0: Well, we're, 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 we're going to continue to investigate the FBI. We're going to do what we talked about when it comes to the funds. But, I, I mean, I, I guess we probably shouldn't be all that surprised that the person testified and said, I haven't read the report because they didn't want to read about all the things they did wrong. Wow. I mean, Mr. Durham pointed out no probable cause, no predicate, no evidence whatsoever yeah. they, when they launched this thing. And then the, the, the key line in his report is the FBI failed in its fundamental mission of, it, of fidelity to the law. That's right. They didn't follow the law, for goodness sakes. And they're the top law enforcement agency in the country. Unbelievable. That is really scary and why we have to continue our work.
2: And they totally ignored the claims that Hillary Clinton was uh, influence peddling, did nothing about Hillary Clinton, uh, and uh, pursued Trump as, as they did throughout, not just the campaign, but as he was a sitting president. But I want to get your take on something even worse. Earlier in the program, I spoke with Media Research Center President Brent Bozell. He says his yeah. group obtained documents that show the Department of Homeland Security is using a program meant to fight terrorists. And they're likening groups like the Heritage Foundation, MAGA, Fox News, the RNC. They're comparing all of those to Nazis, Congressman.
0: Yeah, this is this is really scary, too. But this is consistent, frankly, with what... President Biden said last fall when he stood in front of Independence Hall with that eerie background that he had and gave that ridiculous speech where he called half the country fascist this is this is now this this pattern this mindset that I think exist in way too many of the top people in these federal agencies. Remember, this is the same agency, the Department of Homeland Security, who tried to set up the disinformation governance board. This is the same government where the Richmond Field Office of the FBI said, if you're a pro-life Catholic, they view you as extremists. I mean, this is how ridiculous it's gotten. And again, it's why under Speaker McCarthy and House Republicans with the majority now, why our work on exposing how these agencies have been turned against the American people, against the very taxpayers they're supposed to serve, why our work is so darn important, and why we have to, again, use the appropriation process to limit how these funds are spent, the American tax dollars are spent, and make sure we don't reauthorize FISA in its current form.
2: Congressman, we would not know any of this stuff if if the Republicans were not in charge. Thank you for your work. We'll be watching. Thank you, Congressman.
1: So here we have another department that's being implicated, Department of Homeland Security. So, you know, this guy Jim Jordan, and I like Jim Jordan. Okay, don't get me wrong. I think he's, I think he's a, a brave and courageous congressman. I really do. But the problem is that people think that this is something that can be controlled. they they're. they're He's talking about using the appropriation process to limit their ability to do this and their, limit their ability to do that. And, you know, the reality is there's just too much of it. There's too much of this stuff that is going on to provide oversight. And it, 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 it's really just futile what's, what's happening. And, you know, exposing it, I mean, what good does it do to expose it if you can't ever slow it down or stop it or eliminate it? I mean, this stuff has been going on now for a long time, and Congress has done nothing to stop it. They've effectively, you know, they're they're impotent to do anything about it. I mean I think the only thing the only thing that you could do about it is if again if Republicans somehow got majorities super majorities in the House and the Senate and they had the political will to eliminate these these agencies that's all you could do about it you just strike them from the budget send everybody home say sorry you're no longer employed by the federal government but I don't think they have the will to do that I think they th- I, you know, one. I think they think they can control it. Like there's some rule of law that, uh, you know, reasonable people, um, uh, you know, give reverence to, and they've just got to root out these people that don't have reverence, you know, for the law. the The problem is these are lawless. These are lawless organizations. Um, they, they don't have reverence for the law. I'm, I'm not sure anybody in the federal government does. Um, but if you ever hope to do anything, I think you just have to shut the whole thing down. I mean, I, I just don't see, you know, she, she talks about at the end, she thanks him for exposing all this. Well, that's great. She've exposed it, but the, you know, things have been exposed before. Nobody ever goes to jail. You know, it's exposed uh, many times over that James Clapper lied to Congress, to Senator, Senator Weidman. Uh, and we know this because, I don't know, less than two months later, Edward Snowden leaked, you know, his famous leak that implicated um, the, the, uh, the national intelligence uh, apparatus is spying on American citizens. And he said that the NSA didn't do that. And so what happened to James Clapper? Nothing. Nothing happens to any of these people. So for whatever reason, I mean, look at Durham. Durham's been, the Durham report was scathing, but nobody went to jail. And and that's the standard. That's, That's how people... Like, if you look at Watergate that happened in the 70s, the reason we know that crimes were were committed is because people went to jail. Um, In today's government, nobody ever goes to jail. So what happens is when these reports come out, people go, oh, it was a big nothing burger. You know, there was nothing that really happened there. But but it wasn't a nothing burger. Um, There were some serious laws broken. Uh, there was there was one guy that went to jail, the guy that actually filled out the FISA warrant, who didn't have a predicate for doing so to spy on Carter Page. He went to jail. But somebody told him to do that. Uh, you know, where 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 are all those perp walks? So I don't know. I just I just think that these agencies are rogue. They don't have anything to do really with uh, liberty in America or, or just anything at all to do with America uh, and our, our, certainly not our founding. I mean, if our founding fathers saw the way America was organized today, they would slit their own throats. <laughs> they, would have, they would have said, we would have been better off just staying under the Articles of Confederation or doing nothing just, just being independent states, uh, rather than 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 have what we have today.